Hello, and welcome to the seventh ever episode of Tea Time with Tori. Before we begin and dive into today's topic, and I have a very special surprise for today's episode that I'm really excited to share with you guys, and you'll see what I mean in just a moment. I wanted to build off of a recent trend that's gotten started in this podcast, which is where I start the episode by talking about how I personally have grown and kind of learned from the things I discussed in the last episode. So the sixth episode of Tea Time with Tori was an empowering meditation that I offered, largely in light of the Black Lives Matter movement. And my purpose in doing that was to open up a discussion of, in order to truly be a good ally, you know, to educate oneself, to educate others, to have those difficult conversations with family and friends, to call out racism when we see it, to stand against systemic injustice, and to make those phone calls, to sign the petitions, to do the things that we need to do in order to say we truly support Black Lives Matter, we have to serve from a full vessel. We cannot serve from empty, so it matters to take that time to center ourselves before we step out into the world and use our voices to enact good and enact justice. So using meditation as kind of a very strong vehicle for that, you know, filling myself up as a way to fill up my own cup, um, I've been kind of finding new and creative ways to engage in meditation. Um, I always used to meditate in silence, and lately I've actually kind of been meditating with music. So the one note that I will give you guys is if anybody that I know or is listening to this podcast would like some recommendations for things to listen to that can be really helpful to just get your mind in a kind of clear, cool, positive state, listening to some really good vibes music, <laughs> um, feel free to reach out to me because I found some stuff recently that I'm very, very engaged in and I like to use when I meditate now. And also a thing for me, especially given, you know, the current political climate, the things going on in the world, and how impactful and stressful and at times discouraging that can be, I've tried to make meditation, you know, a more common practice in my life, whereas before I might meditate once or twice a week, I'm trying to do it about every day, every other day, just for even five or ten minutes, because I find that, again, it really does center me. And it makes me feel empowered, as I had said in the last episode, Empowering Meditation, to step out and do the things that I feel I want and need to do to make my difference, to shine my light in the way that I think we are all inherently capable of doing. We all have so much radiance, so much love, so much light, so many gifts to give into the world to enact good and make it better. But again, we cannot do that from empty. So if anybody wants any suggestions on meditation music, again, please reach out to me because I am very excited about it and more than happy to share. All right. With that having been said, I have a little surprise for you guys in that today's episode is actually not just going to be me talking. Um, I got on a Zoom call with one of my really dear close friends from college. Uh, her name's Katie. And she's going to be on the podcast today with me talking about our topic. So I'm very, very excited. This is the first collaborative episode of Tea Time with Tori. <laughs> That's my big surprise for you guys. It's something I've been wanting to do from the beginning, but now I finally found the means and the chance to do it. So I'm very, very excited, if you cannot tell. All right. With that having been said, let's grab ourselves a cup of tea. Take a deep breath. 
and dive into today's topic, negative self-talk. And one more thing, actually, before we dive in, I know we just said that we would do that. Um, I had a very special listener uh, reach out to me and give me a really sweet idea about talking about what type of tea that I'm drinking during the episode. Uh, He kind of recommended that to me, you know who you are. And I thought that was a great idea. So the type of tea that I'm drinking today is an organic peach green tea is what that's called. And it's kind of like really nice and sweet and fruity, but it also has that beautiful kind of full body flavor that I kind of find that green teas have. I'm definitely a big fan of green tea. So thank you for that suggestion. Um, I thought that was a great idea. And if you guys also want to reach out to me and let me know what type of tea you might be drinking during this episode as you listen, I would be very curious because I'm always down to find new delicious types of tea. All right. Anyhow, with that having been said, let's dive into this collaborative episode with Katie. I'm really glad to have you on this podcast. Um, It's really an honor to have you here for Tea Time with Tori. Um, So, Katie, I have a couple of questions that I thought we could kind of work through and have a dialogue about. Uh, The first of which would be, how would you define negative self-talk? How I define negative self-talk is, you know, when in less formal circumstances, it's not an intrusive thought. It's more of just, it has an air of repeating. An intrusive thought is defined as something that usually comes with OCD, usually fits under OCD. It's an impulsive thought that keeps rearing its ugly head, and it usually has some traumatic connection, possible traumatic connection. But I'm not a psychology major. I have basic understanding, so anything I say psychologically wrong from people who follow Tori, please do some research because the mental health community loves you trying to understand them. Very, very nice. And I like the way that you kind of also put a disclaimer into that because, you know, for as much work as we do and as much as we try to educate ourselves, we're not perfect and we're not experts. But I do like the definition that you gave for that. Nice. Negative thought generally that I face is your friend. Do you really have friends? Do they care about you? What is life? Those are the worst day thoughts. Some regular thoughts, some mild, benign ones that are harder to notice is, what would happen if I just didn't do the thing? Hmm. I don't feel like doing the thing, so I'm not going to. That kind of ties into the negative self-talk. No, I really agree with that, too. And I think I kind of find myself, it's interesting that you brought up the one of, you know, do I really have friends? Do I really have a support system? Because I find myself actually kind of asking that same question, and that's part of my negative self-talk. For me personally, kind of going off of your definition, I would define negative self-talk kind of veering off from the psychology behind it. Just anything that you tell yourself more generally um, that you actively convince yourself of, kind of like repetitively, that blocks you from feeling joy, peace, confidence, and well-being. I think those are like the big four. And if a thought kind of gets in the way of any of those more positive, more centered feelings, then I would call it negative self-talk or a part of negative self-talk. I think that's a really good definition. It's a a negative thought doesn't all, it's okay to think we all have negative thoughts. It's when it starts to become more of a 
recurring issue or something stopping you from living your life to the fullest that it becomes the issue. Exactly, yes, and I agree with you on that. It's because we all do have times in our days, you know, I kind of come at this podcast from a very happy and up place, but at the same time, you know, we're all human and we all come across things that are difficult and hard to go through. I mean, just look at the state of the world that we're in and sometimes that can be really jarring and really difficult. But the difference between passing negative thoughts and kind of negative self-talk is just that. It's it's repetitive, something that really does become like a block in your own mind from thinking more positively and experiencing a more positive general life, general existence. Oh, definitely. And I think many listeners at home also relate to what you and I are feeling. COVID has had a large mental impact, but I'm getting off topic. You're totally fine. No, because I agree with you on that. And that's part of the reason that I was kind of motivated over the summer to keep creating episodes because I debated just having it go through the school year. And I was like, no, I think, you know, I think we need to be having these kinds of conversations. I think it's really important. Also, it kind of gives you a sense of consistency. I'm not trying to speak your mind but imagine these episodes kind of force you to block out, block out your day which is a large tactic to help which actually is a very good tactic along with doing the basic human functions being able to talk to your support network but most of all you want to improve mentally you got to analyze your thoughts and sometimes take a moment to realize would I, would I say this to another friend or would anyone really say this to me? If that doesn't work, you seek somebody else out. You go for a walk. You you try and take it one step at a time. And I love that. I love the fact that you said, um, like, would I say this to somebody else? Then why am I saying it to me? Why am I saying it to myself? Because I actually use that tactic a lot um, in addressing negative self-talk, which is actually my next kind of question. How do you work through negative self-talk for yourself? What are some of your strategies? Well. It varies depending on the thought. The benign ones of, this is never going to be good enough, of why am I trying? I would work through that by either talking to myself aloud, maybe, or or if it was really bad and I just couldn't get it through my head, head myself, I'd try and talk to a peer of mine, such as yourself, family members, my, oh, my good support network that I'm happy to have. It's a small culture it's, sometimes it's taking a small walk or a little bit of mindfulness but generally it comes down to try to talk try and talk through it to myself that fails listen to listen to my support network and ask for some help and if that even doesn't work sometimes a little bit of music or distraction might help because sometimes you just got to change the topic completely Yes, it's actually really funny to me because we listed a lot of the same things because I was going to say a big thing that helps me is I kind of talk about it in past episodes, self-dialogue and like sitting down with myself and kind of having a really upfront and open conversation about, okay, what's going through my head right now? How am I feeling in this current moment? And in regards to negative self-talk, asking, well, why is this thought coming in? And a thing that really helps me in kind of counteracting negative self-talk and working through it in the moment when it's really intense is to try and, if you almost think about it like a scale and on one end you put down a really heavy negative thought to kind of counterbalance that with something positive. 
which in the moment isn't always easy. It can take a lot of work to get yourself into a better place and to even think of a positive thing. But for example, say a negative thing that I would say to myself during as part of negative self-talk might be, my friends don't like me. That's something that I've told myself and that's, you know, honest and it's one that comes back for me. And I might counterbalance that by saying, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, I might even like go on my phone and say, look at this really nice text that somebody sent me yesterday, such as yourself, Katie. Um, look at this really nice thing that somebody, you know, sent me the other day. They sent me this really cute TikTok of a dog or something. I don't know. And I kind of have to take a step back and say, okay, here's all this evidence. I kind of think about it as like finding evidence and saying, here's all this evidence to disprove this negative thought. Like if it were true that people didn't like me, then why are all of these beautiful, wonderful things happening? Why are they saying all of these supportive and kind things to me? And sometimes it takes a lot of work to do that kind of counterbalancing, but that's like my number one go-to strategy. That, yeah, that makes total sense. And we need to normalize talking to ourselves because sometimes just verbally acknowledging these thoughts is very helpful. Also, None of your friends hate you, and if they do, they stop being the fr your friendship has gone a different direction, and it's time you two possibly either talk about it or part. But that's a personal feeling and another discussion. <laughs> no, I agree with you. That's actually a really good point, though. Sometimes, side topic, people come into your life, and they're not meant to stay there forever, you know? I think that's kind of a topic maybe I could even do for a future episode. Sometimes people come into our lives for a moment and we teach them something and they teach us something. And then once that kind of learning and building together is done, it doesn't always continue. It's really wonderful to find friends that you have for a long time or the majority of your life, but that's not always the case. And that's not a wrong or a bad thing either. It's okay to have kind of temporary friendships that help you through different cycles of your life. So another thing that I wanted to bring up too, because you kind of talked about mindfulness, um, something that's been really helpful for me too in negative self-talk is just, because oftentimes it's associated for me with my own anxiety, which is something that I have dealt with for a while now. And while I've kind of learned ways to cope with it, um, you know, when I'm very invested in negative self-talk, it's like my brain kind of goes on hyperdrive and it's like pounding in my head and it's like, well, how do I get past this? It feels so big. And it really, you know, my breath starts to get faster and my body starts to get tense. And I'm like, well, how do I move past this? Because it becomes very all-encompassing. So something that's helped me um, is meditation. That for me is like a really big source of calm, just to like listen to some very calm, you know, stereotypical meditation music. Um, you might also want, I don't mean to plug a an app, but I've been trying this thing called Insight Timer. It's generally free and it has a bunch of collections of stuff. That's actually really cool. Wait, it's called Insight Timer? Yeah, I have it on my phone as we're speaking. Can you give me a second and I can show you the app? I know people talk about Headspace and apps like that. Yeah. There's The thing is, there's a bunch of apps and you don't always need the apps, but definitely not Trying to set aside some time for some meditation, especially mindful meditation. If you can do mindful meditation, you are saving yourself so much energy and processing, whether it be at the beginning of the day or the end of the day. Yes, I agree. 
I try, usually I'll meditate at the end of the day, but sometimes when I'm really, really stressed or like I wake up in the morning feeling kind of anxious, I'll take a few minutes, five, 10 minutes even, and just lay there and kind of like work through my thoughts and just try to get to a place that feels more centered and kind of something that helps me is almost to kind of envision like, you know, sometimes those thoughts can feel so big and it's almost like a sky full of clouds. I remember I heard this once, it's like the clouds are there, you know, they're valid. They're part of the sky. They're part of the sky that is your brain, what's going on up here, but they float through. And like sooner or later, it'll pass. Sometimes they stay for a little while. Sometimes they block out the sun, AKA kind of get in the way of things that are more positive, but they're not lasting. And sometimes just to meditate on that thought, it's helpful. It kind of like takes it down a step and says, okay, this is really difficult in this moment. This negative self-talk is really impactful and difficult but it's not for forever. And if I just take a, moment, take a moment to acknowledge that and kind of take a couple of deep breaths and center myself, then it'll be okay. Yeah, we've gone over a bunch of tactics and I think some things that we can agree and narrow down on is you have to take care of yourself. You need, if you wanna stop the negative thoughts there are multiple ways and sometimes one way is not going to be as beneficial as, as another sometimes you can talk to yourself and it just keeps going in a loop and you get a hyperfixation on a negative thought if you change your spot or you haven't had water and you're having all these negative thoughts maybe you should listen to your body and i don't know drink some water <laughs> It kind of makes me think too of the first episode that I did talking about your inner child and sometimes it seems silly but to almost think of yourself like a baby or a toddler and be like okay did I have nap time did I have snack time did I have water and like to kind of put yourself back in preschool it seems so basic but sometimes even that can kind of because the the mind and the body are so closely connected and interwoven with one another sometimes just caring for your body can help you get into a better place mentally when for example on days you were having a really bad uh, negative self-talk day or if you're like me and you have depression and anxiety if you haven't showered and you haven't had water if you're feeling all these feelings you know what that means either go take a shower and get some water or go on a walk or i don't know all three of them you'll feel so much better absolutely and I agree with you on that. I love going for long walks. That's something that definitely has been very beneficial to me, especially in the past couple months. I have one or two more questions in our discussion. So why do you think that it matters as part of self-love and self-care to not just kind of allow negative self-talk, but rather try to work through it? Why do you think that's important? Well, because back that's been a large factor in what we've been talking about. Mental health has always been minimized, which really is not that wise, because the brain and the mind tie into your body. If your heart was at if your heart was out of rhythm, you'd go see a cardiologist. If you had the if you had the, a cold, you'd see a doctor. If you feel like mentally you're struggling. You could, you'd first try and examine yourself, and if you needed help, go see a therapist. You, it's all part of keeping all of it, what I just described. You try and it's a way of balance. 
in a sense, for lack of better words. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I feel like as a culture more generally, and it was part of the reason that I wanted to even create this podcast and reach the audience that I do have, we kind of overlook mental health and we overlook self-care because we're so focused on the physical body that we don't really look deeper than that and kind of look into our feelings and our emotional health and our mental health, which is so, so important. If you, if your listeners could try and cut in some time after they work it, like after they work it, uh, or after the, it, or before they go to bed, or even at a random interval in the day before they're really anxious for something, taking a moment and working through the feelings or using whatever coping you can. It may not always be the coping you need, you exactly want, but if, let's say you have an audition and you're terrified and you're going through all the negatives, Tori just pointed at herself, oh. <laughs> You take a moment. The people auditioning might not help you because people want to get what they want, um, but there might be some people who might be able to help you. Taking a moment to drink some water before or you go over the lines again in your head. Just talking to yourself even out loud, even though some people might think you're crazy. You're actually kind of, actually, it's very normal and it should be more normalized to talk to yourself. As I agree. As we mentioned earlier or in the discussion, yeah, absolutely. I think we definitely need to normalize self-talk or talking to ourselves and having that kind of dialogue. And kind of going a little bit further, I think it's also so important to do things like that, like before an audition, before an anxious moment, to take that space, take a breath and work through it, even though it might be hard and everybody has different mechanisms. We presented a couple in our discussion today, but to find one that feels like it resonates with you and to work through those negative thoughts is so important because sometimes I know for me, when I have a lot of negative self-talk, it blocks me from doing the things I need to do to care for myself. And if I don't address those thoughts first, then I won't do what I need to do to, I guess I wanna say like be my best self and be at my best, whatever that looks like on a given day. Like if I have a bunch of negative thoughts in my head, it kind of weighs me down to the point that I'm really not practicing self-love and I'm not practicing self-care. So sometimes just starting with addressing those thoughts kind of sets off a chain reaction where you start to do things that show care to yourself. Sleep is also a form of self-care. Honestly, yes. Sometimes when you're battling the negative thoughts, you end up napping. <laughs> Whatever you need to do for your body, it is valid, it is worth it. You just have to find the balance. Some days are going to be easier or harder with that. And even, Tori, not to put words in your mouth, but even you and I both still struggle, especially in this COVID world we are living in, I assume. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like, I feel like sometimes I come across in this podcast as very positive and very happy. And I generally am a very rose-colored glasses kind of person. That's a big part of just my personality. But that doesn't mean that I don't have days that are really, really hard and where things are difficult. And I do struggle with anxiety, I think, as I've mentioned before in this podcast. And if not, hello, something that I deal with. Um, but, you know, I think it's just important to, again, have conversations like even me and Katie are having today and begin that work. It's part of, it's part of the culture and as it's Disability Month, having these conversations help with it 
help you fight the ableism you have been journalized. Do you want to define ableism or should I? Go for it. Ableism it is a book is the practice of being prejudiced against someone and with a disability, whether it be mental, or emotional, learning, and physical. With that in mind, it's important to keep all of that together. We've talked like, about a lot of things. We did, and like, thank you for bringing that up too, because I really appreciate that to kind of be tied into today's podcast. And I guess, so the question that I think I had asked you um, because we did have some questions in preparation for today's discussion. Um, if you have a challenge for our listeners, but I think you kind of already gave that, which was just the next time, from now until next episode of Tea Time with Tori, and you find yourself in a moment that feels kind of overwhelming, negative self-talk, to take a moment, find um, a coping mechanism, one of the ones that we named in our episode today, and there's also many more. If you have any questions or curiosities, you can reach out to either of us, Katie or myself. Um, a lot of my listeners have our contact. I'll give Tori um, my contact info if it could help any of her listeners. Absolutely. You know, I think just the challenge will be to find a moment where you're having negative self-talk and take a minute and try to work through it. I think that's a great, great challenge until next episode. The second second part of the challenge. Try and fit it in every day. Try and fit it in every day. If you fit it in every, at least one day out of the week slowly over time it'll be less of an issue and it becomes a habit that way too which is really powerful awesome all right i think that kind of wraps up our conversation honestly today on negative self-talk goodbye lovely listeners thank you tori for having me absolutely i was just going to say thank you for being a part of this podcast All right, so that wraps up our seventh ever episode of Tea Time with Tori, all about negative self-talk. Again, thank you so much to Katie for joining us today. Um, It was wonderful to have that kind of collaboration, and I hope you guys appreciated it too. I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, fantastic, stupendous rest of your day today. Bye-bye.